What's the buzz telling me what's happening? Jesus! Hey, cool it, man. It's Jesus Christ Superstar. Welcome to the Center Cut. I'm Michael. And I am Dave. Thought about singing the whole episode today, and then I realized that we both can't sing, so... Yeah, I had the same same feeling as we had for 8 Mile, where it, it was fleeting, and then it was quickly gone, because that sounds terrible. So, but we're going to talk about Jesus Christ Superstar. What are we doing here? Yeah, so we watched the beginning and ending of Jesus Christ Superstar to celebrate Easter. Here, or is it happened? Or <laughs> It's in the future past. It, it future happened past. last Sunday. Ah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Magic. So, I don't, to be honest, I don't know what this movie has to do with Easter, but... Yeah, me neither. I'm not really sure. <laughs> but we did it. So Jesus Christ Superstar came out in 1973. It was an adaptation of the 1970 rock opera album and Broadway musical. Now, this movie was directed by Norman Jewison. Ironic, right? It's the perfect name it's, for a director of a Jesus film. It's really great. I think the studio was just like, they had a list of directors and they they just scrolled down the list of names and said, okay, yeah. here we go. I've never seen anything this guy's done, but... The name does it. Uh, it starred Ted Neely as Jesus, Carl Anderson as Judas, and Yvonne Elliman as Mary Magdalene, among others. If I can't have you, ah, is that who that is? Yep. Okay, I didn't know that. It <laughs> was the highest-grossing musical for the year, for whatever whatever that's worth. Uh, incorrect. This isn't a musical. It's not. No. See, I it? learned something. There is a difference between a musical and a rock opera. Do you have an idea what that difference is? Uh, no, Other than the type no of idea. music? I have no idea. So a rock opera has no spoken word. It's all sung. Whereas a musical just has songs mixed in to also just regular spoken word. This movie and this this artwork as uh, in general has no spoken word it is all sung making it a rock opera and not a musical well it's the highest grossing movie that contains sung parts Perfect. for the year then way um, to go correctly using the terms i appreciate that now it does sport a 52% on rotten tomatoes yikes it's very of its time like this movie was made in the 70s and it's loud and proud about it yeah, if Rotten Tomatoes existed in the 70s, it would have had a higher rating. <laughs> For sure. Now, David, I feel like we need to have a disclaimer. Like, neither of us wants to piss off religious people with this episode. I'm starting to feel like most of our episodes require disclaimers. That's accurate. Mm, we keep on <laughs> Not, walking a very thin line. One of these true. days, we're going to do something real bad. But yeah. that would be real popular. So... It'll work either way. That's true. That is very true. Now, we don't usually normally 
anger or religious people, though. So this is this is a first. No, this is a new one. Usually it's sexuality or uh, or mental illness. Yes, yes. Now I don't really know much about your foray into religion. I don't mm-hmm. want to get too deep into it, but so I went to church once. I slept over my cousin's house on a Saturday, and my aunt made me go the next morning. It was literally like the longest eight hours of my life. Eight hours, huh? It felt like it. I was, yeah. I was 12. So Yeah, that would feel like 12 hours then. Like, were you a churchgoer? Are you a churchgoer? So, I am not currently. Um, when I was a kid, my parents didn't want to expose me to faith and religion, so I am technically a Christian, and I, uh, I grew up going to church until maybe I was... 13, 12, 13. And right around that time is when th- not so ideal things were coming out about the church and pastors touching little boys. Kind of turned my parents off to the whole church thing. And I kind of followed suit and basically haven't been back to church since. Makes sense. But there, there are people who legit like enjoy going to church. Mm-hmm. But there are also people who don't like the rules and regulations and are just like spiritual. Mm-hmm. I can understand that part of it. Like, I'm a huge fan of the show Lost, just like the Bible. It's a work of fiction. If I meet you and you haven't watched it, I'll try to talk you into watching it. It's like the same as people who love Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter is a religion. But I I wouldn't I I won't make rules based on it. Like I'm not going to be like, "Hey, if you don't watch Lost every Sunday, you're going to burn in a fiery pit." Don't even think of marrying someone who wasn't in a plane crash or I'm going to feel sorry for your soul. It, everything's just so arbitrary. Like and it's not even just Christianity, it's every religion. How can they all be right? How can yeah. they all be right? Yeah, they can't. Another another episode with Lost in it, guys. Yippee. Now, so you believe in God. You believe in Jesus. So, uh, not really. I am kind of a scientist at heart, um, so religion and science uh, tend to kind of butt heads. But I do feel like there is some kind of higher power. I don't know what that is. It could be, you know, Morpheus from the Matrix, but there is something. I'll tell you what it is. So I'm God, as we know it, or as every religion interprets it, or or them, because mm-hmm. some some religions have multiple gods. Mm-hmm. Aliens. You think so? Aliens. They came to Earth, they fucked some apes, they made us, they came back again later to check on us sporadically. Spoiler alert, we sucked. They battled each other. They're gone. And now we're left here to fend for ourselves with our half alien skin. Still not made for this atmosphere. Getting skin cancer. We have back pain. Blowing each other up because of shit passed down to us from books that we can't even fact check. Aliens. Are you wearing tinfoil right now? No. Watch Ancient Aliens, okay? Just watch Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. (laughs) Yes, that. (laughs) Yeah. All I'm saying is rules are stupid. It's all about just being a good person. Take don't fucking yell at people who take advantage of that. And just I just want to eat too much dessert until I perish. Like, is that so much to ask? That's not too much to ask at all. I'm already three quarters of the way there. Same. Enough Bible talk. Enough Jesus talk. Yeah, this was about Jesus. This was a horrible (laughs) disclaimer because we didn't really disclaim anything. So, (laughs) I mean, we're going to talk about religion, guys, but it's going to be fine. Just relax. We're going to talk about this movie. Most of the mean things we say is about the movie and not religion in general. But it's all in good fun. Don't get mad. Thank you. Good night. (laughs) What the hell happened in this thing?
some stuff for real. So the first 15 minutes, uh, we we open to some light music playing in the background. And over the course of my 15 minutes, I heard three songs. Um, And those are three songs from the original Jesus Christ Superstar soundtrack. This one that introduced the movie is called The Overture. And this opening scene is just showing us a kind of a destroyed temple in some desert somewhere and showed us just way too many shots of it. There's also like scaffolding. What the hell is up with that? Yeah, it seems like either that was there for, you know, this whole show that they're putting on or they're trying to, you know, refurbish this this desert rubble. I have no idea. I'm super happy that you mentioned a show that they're putting on because I have so many questions and we'll we'll talk about it as we go, but I have so many weird. questions as well. Okay, great. So yeah. we're, we're going to have no answers, but we'll have a no. lot of questions. Yep. So um, so after we're done seeing the desert rubble, we see this giant bus in the distance speeding through the desert, leaving a dust cloud behind it, kind of uh, narrowly zooms by the camera. We see that the bus has a foreign language on the side of it, one of which I do not know. I don't know if you researched that at all. Nope. Cool. And uh, a crucifix and some other equipment is strapped to the top of the bus. It goes zooming by, finally comes to a stop, and like what feels like a thousand people get out of this bus. Just a crazy number of people get out of this bus. They start immediately unpacking all, all the stuff around, throwing different things around. It looks like they're getting dressed to perform a show or reenactment is what it felt like to me. It's so wild and it's pretty sobering too because like all of the camels and most of the people in the scene are probably dead now. Yeah, probably. A black guy gets off of the bus. We know that to be Judas just from looking at the cast and he goes running off into the desert. Then clapping just starts out of nowhere. Everyone starts clapping and in unison and a man steps off of the bus and walks with a woman, they get encircled and then uh, they, they put their hands over them like they're doing a football huddle. And then, oh, snap, it's Jesus. Literally everybody in the 70s did drugs. Yep. Then all of these folks climb to the, the peak of the mountain with all of those uh, ruins on it. And they all stand about eight feet apart. I think they may have been social distancing before it was cool. And title screen. This is Jesus Christ Superstar. Finally, they tell us. Finally, like six minutes in. This is what you're watching. Surprise, get excited. So the next song is named Heaven on Their Minds. And it opens with Judas sitting on top of a rock on top of a mountain. And there are like eight or nine shots of far away zooming in close to him and then it goes back far away again and zooms in again and back far away and zooms in again and it was so 70s i couldn't even control myself he starts to sing i'm not going to recite all the lyrics from this song basically it is a song about how you know he loves jesus and he used to be his right hand man and now he feels like jesus is getting too popular and he's starting to like drink from the teat of success and Jesus won't listen to him now, and he thinks that he's going down a, a bad path that's not going to end well for him. This must be wh- how you feel about me. 
usually I sit on top of mountains on top of rocks with half of my chest showing. And then I shout, Michael, <laughs> listen, listen to me. I love this dude's voice, though. I can't lie. Yeah. Carl Anderson's a G. Yeah. He was pretty good. So, yeah. So, I mean, he sings for a while, but I summed it up in a sentence and he sings for five minutes. So, you're welcome. Then we we cut, you know, Jesus is just kind of walking, walking away and he's not listening to what Judas wants him to listen to. We cut to uh, men in army pants and purple tank tops with guns and spears. This is the wimpiest lot of soldiers I've ever seen. They're all wearing like purple parrots, Legends of the Hidden Temple shirts, and (laughs) they couldn't win a battle with the common cold. They're they're wearing helmets that are basically like chrome bowls from your kitchen. (laughs) And they all weigh like 72 pounds. Also, why are guns part of this reenactment? Are we sure it's a reenactment? See, I think that's what it is, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is Jesus got off the bus. Like Jesus was with him on the bus. It's true. It's a good. It's a good point. So these men in army pants and and purple tank tops, just walking around with various accoutrements, walk over a a hole in the ground where music is coming out of. I don't know how they didn't find. Like I, I would assume they were like searching for Jesus, and they missed him. He was in a hole underneath them, singing loudly. <laughs> Oops. So that brings us to the third song, if you count the overture, which is What's the Buzz slash Strange Thing Mystifying. A bunch of people are screaming at Jesus. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Now, who are these Fraggle Rock motherfuckers? Great question. I I mean, from what I know from Christianity, which is extremely limited, guys. (laughs) Apostles? Could be. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I also, I looked at the soundtrack and this song is performed by Jesus, Mary, Judas, and apostles. So we'll call them apostles, but they want to know what's going on. When when do we ride into Jerusalem? What's the buzz? Tell us what's happening. And Jesus says, guys, live in the moment. Don't worry about the future. If I told you what the future would hold, it would blow your mind. Now, I mean, are we gonna are we gonna talk about Jesus? How much are we gonna? I mean, yes, I'd assume we're gonna talk about Jesus. Well, not really Jesus. I mean, this actor who's portraying Jesus. This actor who's portraying Jesus, who looks like the guy from The Walking Dead, a little. He looks no. He looks like fucking sloth from the Goonies, slim younger brother. <laughs> he looks I think like he's hit in the face with a saucepan. What's the guy from Walking Dead that then did that video game? Daryl, maybe. Norman Reedus? Yes. He looks like a younger Norman Reedus. But cross-eyed. But a little cross-eyed with a scragglier beard. I just invented a word, guys. Scragglier. It actually might also be a word. I think it's a word. You think so? It's a lot of I's and E's. (laughs) So so Jesus tells these guys, like, well, guys and girls actually are singing. And he says, you know, folks, relax. Like, you don't need to know what's going to happen in the future. Just worry about living in the now. And they keep pushing him, keep pushing him. He he throws a little bit of a temper tantrum, just gets gets a little frustrated with them. So Mary tries to relax Jesus a little bit by singing about it, cooling him with a cool rag on his forehead. And she literally sings in the same vein as what's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Let me try to cool your face a little bit. <laughs> 
which is just bananas. And uh, so she pats him down a little bit. Then Judas comes and he is not happy about this whole situation. He's not happy that Mary is here. Looks like he has a little bit of beef with Mary. Starts to like basically throw her under the proverbial bus by by saying, you know, Jesus, why are you hanging around with this bitch? Like she is not she doesn't embody what you are teaching and what you do. She is her profession is contrary to everything that you stand for. Does that mean she's a prostitute? I think she's a prostitute. Crazy. And Jesus stands up and is just about to fucking just rip Judas into one. And then the 15 minutes ends. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. And my section picks up at one hour, 30 minutes, and nine seconds. Now, ugly Jesus and some John Oliver type dude are in a showdown. Mm-hmm. The crowd wants Jesus crucified. Now, John Oliver has a super hairy forearm. Mm-hmm. Is he a king? I think he's a king of some sort. Yeah, he's either supposed to be Julius Caesar or is like a the right-hand man of Julius Caesar or something along those lines would be my guess. Jesus was alive at the same time as Julius Caesar? I think it was right in the lines of the song. That can't be that messes up everything I know about history. Is it a different Caesar? Is it Augustus Caesar? I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, he tries to talk some sense into the people, but the angry mob just won't quit. Now, there's a fat, shirtless Jewish guy just grinning in the corner. Um, he looks like that Comedy Central roast guy, Jeff Ross. But what is, literally, what is he doing here? Do you even know who I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, a big fat dude that was just sitting basically naked. Fun fact, that guy's name is Josh Mostel. Damn it, you did research on him, because I so did I, and I, I blew my mind. It blew my mind, too. He is the fat guy from Jurassic Park. No, nope, 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 nope. That's yes, Wayne Knight. Is. No, it's People not. People mix up Wayne Knight and Josh Mostel all the time. Then why the fuck did IMDB say that? I don't think it did. <laughs> I'm checking now. Well, he's also Principal Anderson from Billy Madison. Those are, okay, now, now, we, now I'm upset. This, Josh Mostel was absolutely in Billy Madison and Big Daddy. He was also the, um, the social worker in Big Daddy that tries to take the, the kid away from Adam Sandler. That is a different person than the person in Jurassic Park. God damn it. Jurassic Park is Wayne Knight. Okay, you're right. Also, the guy from Seinfeld. I was looking at pictures of Josh Mostel because he looked so familiar, and there were so many pictures of Wayne Knight that I really confused myself and had to do a lot of research to figure out the difference between the two of them. Apparently, wow. everyone makes that same mistake. Yeah, apparently. But regardless, it still blew my mind. Oh, I out-researched you, and that makes me feel so great. <laughs> anyway, so the Purple Parrot Guards... Rip off Jesus's shirt, mm -hmm. and he gets thirty nine lashes, which the king literally counts off. Oh it, man, it's thirty nine seconds. I'll never, I'll never get back. Twenty four, twenty five, twenty six. So I also listened to the soundtrack because I wanted to experience the music without without the audio to see if I could, you know, hear more of what's going on and, and pick up on stuff. And I listened to just the soundtrack. And in the original song that was written 
for like written before this movie was created. It was like three years prior. They did the same damn thing. <laughs> like I listened to a song where in the middle they counted from one to 39 and it was rough. absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So 40 lashes is supposed to kill a man. That's why the Romans use 39 as a punishment. Oh, look at your research. Interesting little tidbit there. Yeah. Now, the angry mob still doesn't accept that as a punishment, though. Mm-mm. And John Oliver isn't even singing at this point. He's just straight up yelling. And I absolutely yeah. hate it. Just screaming. <laughs> so bad. But we now get those triumphant chords. And Jesus is in white in the spotlight. And then Judas comes down from a shiny cross in the sky. Do you think Judas died in the middle? I feel like that's uh, yeah, him coming down thought. as an angel. Yes, but I guess we'll we'll talk about it more when we talk about the middle. Mm-hmm. But yes, yes, I think that. Now, okay. it also I, I still also don't understand any of this part though. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that they wanted a huge dance finale, but it just doesn't make any logical sense. Like, there are colored caves. The dancers are wearing tinsel and giant white wigs. <laughs> like what? A lot of the lyrics in this song refer to like the future, like now. Well, not now, but like the 70s. I think this was supposed to be a song basically saying that if Jesus came now, he would have been this wouldn't have happened to him because there would have been like mass communication and people would have known about him and been able to cross reference his stuff. But because like no one knew of him other than like word of mouth in, in the past, there was no, like there was no way he was going to, to make it. Um, whereas now there's like freedom of information, things like that, that would have not only protected him, but also would have helped him thrive. So I think this song was supposed to be kind of like Judas was presenting. If you came at this time and that's why this song compared to all the other ones are like, straight up disco this is like 70s hit it and it was i think it was them trying to say like if you came back in the 70s man things would have been different so then it was judas basically saying like why did you do this now like what were you thinking i guess that makes sense because you know jesus christ superstar like they're saying like hey like if you were if this is where if this was your thing now like you'd literally be a superstar you'd be a celebrity like okay that that makes a whole lot of sense the song is fucking catchy though like as soon as i watched this and heard it i've been singing that jesus christ superstar part all day every day and ashley hates it i can't get that that track that i sang in the intro out of my head and judas can sing yeah man now the titular song goes on complete with disco lights but we start to see Jesus dragging his cross up the hill, surrounded by the lame soldiers. Mm. They nail him to the cross with his famous crown of thorns, while the onlookers laugh like the shitty jackals that they are. They throw a ladder up on Jesus' fucking arm, and they nail a sign above him that reads I-N-R-I, which stands for Iesus Nazarenus Rex Iodorum in Latin. Nice. Which translates to Jesus Christ Superstar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it tra- tra- translates to Jesus the Nazarene, King of the Jews. Don't know what any of that means. I think it actually says Jesus of Nazareth, a place. 
Nazareth is a place. No, it stands for Jesus, the Nazarene King of the Jews. Okay. That's what, according to the multiple sites that I looked at. All right, cool. Maybe I'm misremembering. Anyway, hmm. um, Jesus flails because the sun is in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Mary cries, and Jesus seemingly dies. Now, the music abruptly stops, like out of nowhere, just mid-note. The soldiers walk away, and the sun starts to set. In this part, like a lot of this, is confusing. All of the people are now like regular 70s people again, and they all, minus Jesus, hop back on the tour bus, Judas last of all. So I know we talked about a little bit, you know, maybe this being a play that they're performing or a show that they're doing, but did Jesus accidentally die? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, that's the part that I can't. I can't place like so he, yeah I it it's very odd one is that I did feel like from the start it felt like a reenactment of you know the final days of Jesus Christ but that doesn't jive with Jesus not coming back to the bus and leaving with them unless this was a super hyper religious group that just sacrifice this man who (laughs) was willing to be sacrificed as Jesus to really reenact this this story, which would be bananas. That's why they had to go out to the desert because they couldn't do that in the US. Yeah. We wouldn't allow we wouldn't sanction that. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, I'm I I also so in that final scene where the sun's setting with uh, you know behind the crucifix you see a guy walk across the the screen kind of in the in the mountains you could barely see a shadow and then it looks like a herd of some kind of animal follows behind him did you see that i did not yeah but i believe you yeah so so that makes you think like oh there there's jesus there he is the shepherd shepherding the sheep or whatever but if this dude came with everyone on that van is he just like hanging out for a while like guys just go without me i'm gonna stay here and enjoy my crucifix this is where i live now this is uh, this is my home now i will care for these sheep and live in the hole in the ground but it also like the nailing to the cross looks real and the lashes looked real Agreed. So that's where I don't know if, you know, the idea that it is a reenactment is just to, you know, set the stage and then the story looks very real or 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 we could think of it as it's real in the minds of the people performing it. That's getting like super meta. Mm. But yeah, it's it's very odd. It's it's just so weird like like the presence of guns and stuff like that. It's like, I'm pretty sure the guys who were walking Jesus to the crucifix didn't carry like AK 47s. Right. Do you think maybe it started out as a real play, but then they like were somewhere that they weren't supposed to be. And, and the John Oliver dude and all his soldiers like found them and like they were real and they actually did kill the performer being Jesus. Cause none of when he's getting the lashes and when he gets, aside from Mary Magdalene, when he's up on the cross, we don't see any of the other 70s people that we see from the tour bus, right? Yes, we do. So we oh, saw we, okay. we we saw the big daddy, Josh Mostel, sitting on the um, on the, the tour bus. He gets off wearing like a... Oh, he's in the tour bus. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He's like brushing his hair really creepily. And then he gets back on the tour bus at the end as well. So we do see someone else other than that. Also, the John Oliver looking dude is also the guy wearing the Elton John sunglasses at the beginning with the purple drapes over him. Oh, man, this changes everything. I Now I'm even more confused. You weren't I don't paying know. attention. I just wasn't paying attention to those people on the it was it was difficult uh, yeah the the people on the bus i watched that scene a few times to try and just make any sense of it because it does happen like like i said a hundred thousand people get off that damn bus and trying to keep track of who the hell is doing what and where and when is challenging i kind of want to lean into the fact that this is a hyper religious group that just sacrificed this man <laughs> i can i can i can accept that now, and what if what if that that whole scene that I saw of you know Jesus or assuming to be Jesus walking with the sheep was actually like supposed to be him rising like the whole yeah, th- the whole Easter feel? I think it is. So was that a different guy though? That was a different guy enough in the distance, right? Yeah. So it well, I don't know. You can't tell. It's like super far away. So it could have been, you know, the guy shepherding sheep at the beginning of the movie behind the the purple fucks. I noticed that when the, the first time we see the the purple patrol, they there's a guy just herding sheep behind them. So maybe this dude is just still out there herding a sheep, or that's supposed to be Jesus walking with sheep behind him. Interesting. Now, do you think that if we were true Christians or Jewish, that we would know what happened in the middle of this movie? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> like, I'm that, pretty sure us assuming that Judas died, I bet that people who know religion are screaming at their, at their listening device right now. Yes, duh, Judas dies, idiot. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, Jesus was misbehaving in the middle, right? That's why he got the lashes. If we're to assume that what Judas warned Jesus about in the beginning is what ultimately became his demise. It was because Jesus was getting a little too flashy and enjoying the spotlight a little bit more than he should have. But that's not a reason to get killed. That like, is not a reason to get killed. He had to do something. I mean, he, and he obviously didn't. He didn't kill a guy or anything. Like, yeah. Also, John Oliver keeps on screaming like talk. Like it almost was like like Jesus just decided he wasn't gonna talk no more. Yeah, but that's not a crime. <laughs> No, it's not. But that's like, I I don't know what Jesus did. Maybe, maybe he wasn't telling him what the buzz was and yeah. everyone turned on him because, you know, like he kept on promising that he was, you know, the son of the Lord and all this, all this craziness. And then, and then when everyone asks him like, oh yeah, well, you know, what's the going to be the, the score of the Super Bowl tomorrow? He's like, well, I don't know. Or he's like, don't you worry about that. You just worry about living today. Don't worry about the future. And then Biff comes back and he's like, but you have to tell me. I have this almanac. I bet it was something like illegal camel racing or like squatting in that underground cave. Oh, yeah. You think that was someone's cave and they came in and found him and his apostles just having a huge orgy. Yep. Or maybe he threw a rager in that ground cave and he turned some water into wine and there was some underage hose there. That'd be that the music. Party music? Yeah, uh, that's the party like version it. of the music. <laughs> Wasn't it great? Uh, it was probably just disturbing the peace with all that singing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like everyone just following behind him, screaming, "What's the bus? Tell me what's happening!" <laughs> probably get real annoying real quick. 
Dude, this is a desert. You can't make loud noises. Actually, He's disrupting you know, <laughs> that man's sheep. I just, I just, I just figured out what it was. Oh, it was Jay walking. Because <laughs> Jesus, get it? <laughs> You're so funny. I'll cut that out. What about Judas? Like, what the hell is his story? I think Judas was just in it because he felt like he understood Jesus and what Jesus stood for. But then Jesus started to, you know, go off the rails a little bit and and it was getting a little flashy, you know, doing cocaine, getting crazy. And Judas was like, I'm not down for this, man. Like, this is going to get us in trouble. And then I bet what happens is Judas gets killed and Jesus can't stop them from doing it. And that's why he has this vow of science and everyone turns on him because if he was the true son of God, he would have been able to stop Judas from dying. Now, how did Judas die? Did he fall down that that cave hole? No, I think like like they started to get in trouble because Jesus was getting too flashy and he started like people are starting to say that he's, you know, uh, a king of of whatever whatever and is going to free all the the people and he's the all the almighty great and powerful person and that pissed off whoever's actually in power, right? I mean, if if I walked up to the White House right now and was like, "I'm president now." I would get shot. So I think that might be what happened is like as Jesus grew in popularity and people started to follow him more closely and then people of actual power heard about it, they got pissed off, came for Jesus. Judas got in the way because he was he was Jesus's ride or die girl and wanted to protect him. And that's why Judas died. So he died protecting Jesus. So he was like Jesus's bodyguard and he took a bullet for him. Yeah. An actual bullet because they had guns, apparently. (laughs) Okay. I guess that could be the case. We both can agree Judas died. Judas definitely died because he came back as an angel and you could could see the crane in the background, which made me very happy. (laughs) It's the 70s. What do you want from them? Well, I don't know if it was intended because it's supposed to be like a quote unquote reenactment or whatever. Like if you were intended to see that, Oh yeah, by the way, this dude can't actually fly. This is people pretending. You're probably right. My favorite scene in the whole movie, Judas is singing his first song. And in the middle, Judas is close to the camera, looks directly into the camera, says, how's you, have you forgotten how put down we are? And then just does a thumbs down. (laughs) bad it's pretty great <laughs> and it made me so so happy and i didn't know if you had another scene like that in this movie that you just really really enjoyed i liked everything with carl anderson in it um including when he had the sand in his hand and i didn't know where he got the sand like i didn't see him have the sand before then i didn't appeared. either it just he had it <laughs> great it came out of nowhere he he's yep. jesus real mvp <laughs> so that's the center of jesus christ superstar but we have some questions we do First question is from Cindy, uh, who sent in many questions and also does our artwork. Thank you, Cindy. Her question is, this movie was really great. Would you read the novelization if they came out with one? I feel like it would be a good book. Uh, See what you did there. So, (laughs) yeah, probably not. Now, when she says the novelization, are we talking like the, the novel coronavirus here because if there was (laughs) there was a virus of this story then i would let it i would let it eat my body limb for limb wow i don't know what i'm talking about yeah that was a little dark (laughs) 
That was a little too dark for me, and I just watched a movie about Jesus getting crucified. <laughs> he died for you, Dave. He died for all he of us. He died for you. Michael. No, for you. Specifically for me. Specifically. Just for me. <laughs> Specifically so this could happen this very moment. Live in this moment. Breathe it in. Jesus died for this right now. It could, it could be argued that like he died for this podcast because he died mm-hmm. for everything. So yeah, he died yep. for the center cut. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks, Jesus. We had another question from Twitter. (laughs) Twitter. (laughs) We had another question from Kay. I don't know why why I said it like I'm on a... I'm not seeing everything like... (laughs) We have another question from (laughs) Kay. What am I, fucking a teen actress on a Disney show? Yeah. Disney television show. Kane. Why can't I talk? I don't anyway, know. Kay's question is, since Jesus is Jewish, I didn't know he was Jewish, he probably would not have eaten pepperoni on his pizza since the ingredient has pork in it. So my question is, if you could make a song about Jesus eating pizza, what topping would really shine the chorus? Great question, Kay. There's a few different... <laughs> You sound it's great question, Kay. Great question, Kay. There's a few different routes that we could take. And because this is a rock opera, I think it's only fitting that we rock this opera. Rock, rock this opera. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. What would he get on his pizza slice? Jesus Christ. Pizza star. Olives and ricotta are what they are. Don't forget the crust. Don't forget the crust Don't forget the crust. Don't forget the crust. If Jesus ate pizza, what would he put on top? Top. He'd probably put black olives and he'd put them right on top. Top. But Jesus likes flavor. So one topping just won't do, do, but two toppings are too busy, so here's what he's gonna do, do, half banana peppers on his pizza, Jesus Christ, the other half will be those same black olives, Jesus Christ, he'll have a black olive half Banana pepper pizza. Jesus Christ. He'll eat that shit in front of us. He won't give us one single fucking crumb. And wait, he didn't even tip the delivery guy. Jesus Christ. Okay, we just rocked our operas. Oh, the opera was so rocked. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I think we're both right. Can we both be right? I mean... I'm assuming we're both right. We could probably mix them together and make one extra spicy rock opera. You must not have listened to my song because Mm -hmm. that is not possible. Anyway, real talk, though. I have some real thoughts about what his pizza would be like. Okay. So I don't know if you thought about this, but I think his pizza would be just like a big communion cracker crust. Like it would just be that one thing like a big wafer <laughs> like then, before they break it yeah before they the break one. the bread just the, the yeah. unbroken bread gotcha an unbroken bread mm-hmm. the sauce would be the communion wine, wine. based sauce. jesus's yep. blood mm-hmm. yep 
The cheese would be just that plastic Easter basket grass. <laughs> exactly. And the toppings, pff, easily. It's ground lamb, duh. And like little mini communion crackers, like little Necco wafers. Mm-hmm. That would make a delicious pizza, minus the grass. But Necco wafers and lamb. Hmm. <laughs> but the Easter basket grass, that's the only thing I could think of that looks like cheese. Yeah, I mean, sand. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's have sand on our pizza. Sounds better. <laughs> Eating that plastic that plastic grass from an Easter basket. <laughs> so my answer, Jesus would want broccoli on his pizza. Here's why. If I learned anything from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which Michael doesn't know anything about, Jesus was a carpenter. My dad is also a carpenter. So I called my dad and I asked him what topping he would like on a pizza. And he said broccoli. So there's my answer with showing my work. Broccoli is really great on pizza. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it is very good. I'm a fan. Well, I think that solves it, Kay. Yep. And I'm sorry for our singing. I'm not sorry at all. You're welcome for our singing. (laughs) And I think that covers everything for Jesus Christ Superstar. I think we've talked about Jesus. Can Just really quick, before we get too far, can we talk about the number of times that we heard the word Jesus? It in was in every song in, podcast? in the movie and also in our podcast. Um, in every song, like a hundred times. It was crazy. When I told my wife that I was watching Jesus Christ Superstar, she thought I was watching Passion of the Christ. And I was like, no, very different movie. Those are two different movies. At any rate, two weeks from now... We're going to have another episode out as our usual time frame. Naturally. We're not going to let coronavirus slow us down. No. And we're going to be doing another TV show. Dun, dun, dun. It's been a little while. We got over our hangups. And it is another Netflix show, though. It is Outer Banks. Mm. Now, it's supposedly a young adult drama similar to the oc oh we're going for those 20 year old views huh oh yeah it said it was a ya drama i thought that meant like yeah drama and then i realized it was young adult but yeah it's a drama for small norwegian boys yeah (laughs) perfect right up my alley Mm -hmm. (laughs) outer banks comes out today so go it, check it out. It's already there. Yeah, it's already on Netflix today. It's there right now. See it. Live it. Love it. We're going to watch the first episode and the last episode of the first season. Yep. And come back in two weeks and listen to us do that one. Yeah. But we're going to get all those college girls. We thank you for being here. We thank you for listening. We hope you ate a lot of ham or whatever it is you eat on Easter. Just mm-hmm. not any pepperoni. And not near any family members or friends. Stay safe out there, folks. And forks. And forks. And folks. And folks. And <laughs> And fucks. So you know where to find us. We've told you a million times, but we're going to do it again. You can send us an email at the centercutcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook, centercutcast. We're on Twitter, it's the centercut, at the centercut. We are, we're on Instagram. Just go, go find us. We love questions. We appreciate people who send in questions. If you have movie suggestions, can't promise it will be able to do it because it depends on if we've seen it, but we will take it and check. Just reach out and, and hang out and be awesome. And most of all, subscribe. Yeah, subscribe to the show. If you like what you're hearing and you enjoy hanging out with us for 
you know, anywhere between 30 minutes to 50 minutes, depending on how long we feel like talking. Any longer than that, it's 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 overkill. You don't want to be I I start to smell after like 35 minutes. Yeah, you listen and hear that TFK guys. <laughs> like the boom cha in between the boom boom and the cha cha cha. It's always better in the center. What does that have to do with Jesus? Boom boom cha ka pa ka pa 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 p